We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's good, LL Nation? We knew it would be a reason to come back and talk to you guys tonight. Lucky Lefty Podcast. I'm your boy, Sean Davis, SD2 Mike's Left is out and about, but he's ready to talk. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Drew Pine, backup quarterback that was the starter, 8-2 and two on the season as a starter for Notre Dame. He decides to transfer from Notre Dame and enter his name into the portal. He will not participate in the bowl game. Drew Pine on the season, 2,021 yards passing, 22 touchdowns, six interceptions with a QBR of 67.8. So, like we said, uh, left, I think we've been talking about it, and someone posed the question earlier, and we sort of alluded to it the best that we could by saying that um, 
Yeah. Even if he comes back, more than likely he's not going to beat out Tyler Buckner in a fair quarterback battle. So he made the decision that he had to make to go ahead in his name early to find a proper spot. Hopefully he finds a spot similar to Cade McNamara where he landed softly at Iowa, which I thought was the perfect spot for him. And hopefully there's a perfect spot out there for a young man that still has three years of eligibility and he's a solid, solid quarterback out of New Canaan, Connecticut. He's got he's got three years left? Yeah, three years left because of 2020, bro. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So he already knew what he wanted to do. Yeah. And you talked about it earlier. I'm sure he's talked to the academic staff there at Notre Dame to figure out how close he is to his degree and whether or not he's able to finish that degree online. So for him, it may be the perfect storm. Yeah, he's one of the few cases where you get an opportunity to get an extra year because of COVID, and he's taking advantage of it, man. He's I know he's getting his degree, and so for him to have three years instead of two, uh, you know, you can't ask for much more, especially when you can see the writing on the wall. Writing on the wall, the bowl game will move forward. Tyler Butler has been practicing with the squad over the past two weeks. That's something that we knew. He threw out in the Coliseum before the game and warm-ups. He's been on the come. And one of the things we pointed out, there was a reason. The coaching staff believes in Tyler Buck. Whether people believe that or not, they believe in Tyler Buck. There was a reason why Tyler Buckner was sitting next to Tommy Reese each and every game in the booth. It was part of his development. If he could not learn to develop on the field, Tommy Reese was not about to waste a moment of any game for him to be able to see the action and learn the play calls and learn from him in the booth. I told people all season long, don't sleep. There's a reason why Tyler Buckner is next to Tommy Reese up in the booth. His staff, including Tommy Reese, they believe that they have a quarterback that if he gets everything right and locks in, like we talked about earlier today, in preparation and the position, that they have a potential star in Tyler Buckner. That's yet to be seen. Definitely yet to be seen. However, this is a great audition tape to go into the offseason so the coaching staff can evaluate where he's at and how much if we need a transfer. I believe we do because it'll make the room better. But it's Tyler's job to lose still, especially heading into camp, and especially if he has a great showing in the bowl game. How much do you think – how much run do you think he'll get in the bowl game? You mentioned earlier today and today's show earlier today. I don't know why I just doubled up and said the same thing. But you mentioned earlier that Tyler, uh, Steve Angeli might get some run. Do you anticipate Steve Angeli getting run as well in the bowl game? Yeah, I think it's a, a very peculiar situation because Tommy can't just keep giving the run to Tyler Buckner. He's going to have to delineate some of those responsibilities. I think you'll see a lot of Angeli in there and packages doing some different run, some different run play, uh, play action or run PO, RPO options. So it's going to be interesting to see how Tommy puts this together because he can't just roll Tyler out there and have him run quarterback power all the time. No, not coming off that injury. 
even though it was to his non-throwing shoulder, you cannot get him injured going into the offseason. You want him and to it, have a clean offseason. And it would be a shame if, if Tommy, you know, goes back to using Tyler Buckner the way he went out and it would just show that, that maybe it's not clicking on a on an offensive scheme between the OC and the quarterback, if that's the case. If I'm Tommy, I, I'd like to see not uh, an array of different things Tyler can do, but make it a control game to where he can get some good throws in as well as make some plays when he can. But you just want to be able to get him healthy through one game, right? Because his, his max is two. So yeah. if you can get him healthy through one, I think it'll give him some confidence going into the offseason. After giving him confidence, and now this quarterback situation, and we could talk about it now, this staff was fully committed. Look, this is one of the things we talked about over the week, over the time in November. This staff was evaluating their players as the season went on. They had just gotten together in March. They really didn't know what they had until they hit the field in spring. They evaluate the spring. They had players like Jason Avignola, Cam Hart, Maris Leofow, guys like that that weren't participating because of injuries in spring. So they didn't get to see those guys until fall. And some of those guys were limited in the fall. So really, their first time being able to truly evaluate these guys was games one through four. And it was at that time that this coaching staff made some harsh decisions. I believe that's when they decided to stretch the recruiting class from 21 to 22 to what may be 27 to 28 kids being locked into this class. They were looking at certain positions that maybe they thought they were good at, and they realized after watching the tape Mm, nah, we got to get better. I think going into the season, they thought they had a really good starting. Yeah, and I think, and I think, no, go ahead, Lev. Yeah, you're right. I think it's an evaluation period, and it starts in these practices. I think Tyler can show a lot in the bowl game practices, taking most of the reps. Uh, and, and with Drew not being there, it gives him some more opportunity to kind of spread his wings, get his, and establish him being back at QB one which is good for everybody included, especially Lorenzo Styles. I think he's going to have a smile on his face all week knowing this guy is back in the stable. Yeah, his guy, his roommate, Tyler Buckner, the one he has a connection with, the one he had an early connection with against Ohio State in that first game, he's probably going to feel a lot more comfortable. And he started to come around the last two games against Boston College and USC from the struggles and the drops that he had early in the season. And the development of the wide receiver room is similar to the development of the quarterback room. You got some competition coming in. Notre Dame has been at the forefront that in the conversations with Drew Pine, they let all the quarterbacks know that someone was coming in to compete at the position. And there's going to be a quarterback battle in the spring. Drew Pine thought about that. Heck, it was going to be a battle just between him and Tyler. Drew Pine, I'm sure said, look, I went 8-2. I don't feel like there should be a battle. I should go into the spring probably as the QB1. But I told everyone, Saturday night was his opportunity to lay a stranglehold. Yes, to lay a stranglehold on that QB1 position. And when he ended up 
We know he had a great game. But for all purposes, his two mistakes were cost him the game. Were yeah. key in that game going the way it went. No one is blaming him for the loss. No. But that was key. And Marcus Freeman, Absolutely. in examining everything, recognized I cannot go into next season with this level of play at quarterback, this level of inconsistency. I just can't. He knows he can't do it. Exactly. And it's not a knock on Drew Pine's ability, but it was a tall order to ask a Drew Pine to go in there and win in the Coliseum. So I think there was some chips that was stacked above what he could do as almost, you know, reaching beyond your grasp or something like that. But I do believe that he did put enough tape together through those 10 games to make him a viable option for another team. I think if he had to weigh his pros and cons, he's like, why well, struggle here when I can go cry in a Bentley somewhere else in college football? And you have to believe that wherever he lands, it does not get any tougher than what he's gone through and climb the mountain in that quarterback room at the University of Notre Dame. He's already felt the pressure of the most important and probably the most highly touted position in all of college football that is the starting quarterback for the University of Notre Dame. He's already felt that pressure. So anything else that he feels should be deserved. That's right. Now, if he, it's like if you can make it in L.A., you can make it anywhere. If you can make it in Chicago, Southside, you can make it anywhere. And I think Notre Dame is along those lines. If you can make it in that quarterback room and not fold and, and have a season decently well enough like he's had, you know, he's been able to put himself in good position in college football eyes to where that's a valuable piece out of North Carolina or not North Carolina, but a valuable piece at another school not of the same level as a Notre Dame presents itself. So do you think he would fit nice? And first of all, let us say from Lucky Lucky Podcast, much appreciation to the efforts of Drew Pine coming in in a tough situation, 0-2 season, injured starting quarterback coming in, changing the fortunes, giving some sense of solid quarterback play and at sometimes elite quarterback play for Notre Dame throughout the season. And Notre Dame ending up 8-4 and four after starting 0-2. Congratulations to you. We hope that you also leave with a degree from the University of Notre Dame for all of your efforts. And I'm sure everyone that's part of the Notre Dame fan base and part of that program know the young man you are, know the sweat equity that you put into the program. You gave your all. And we say thank you. We appreciate you. And God's blessings upon you wherever you go in the college football landscape, without a doubt. Now, where does he land, left? Because we already said Cade McNamara would go to Iowa, and voila, that's exactly where he went. We knew it was a beautiful uh, fit for the young man. What's a beautiful fit for someone like Drew Pine? I said in, in 2002, your numbers would look great and might even put you in position to win a Heisman. But at this point in 2022, yeah. you're going to need a guy that's throwing the ball 4,000 yards at least like a Bryce Young or at least got somewhere close to the 1,000-yard mark for running the football. That's the type of numbers we need from that position, and we just came up half short now. Now, we still were able 
to find wins, which is the most important thing. But we got to win in style if we want to win that championship. So where do you think he lands, Left? You think the Big Ten comes to scoop him up? Maybe a school like Minnesota with Tanner Morgan finally leaving Wisconsin with Luke Fickle? Oh, man, it'll be an interesting uh, carousel because he's jumping into the portal with a lot of other guys that are very serviceable as well. Yeah. I think he'll hold some stature being a Notre Dame quarterback with that prestige in the portal. I don't think he'll have a hard time finding the school, but the school he finds, I don't know in terms of what other schools are looking for out of the other quarterback choices. I think he's probably around the top five or six guys that are in the portal right now, but the portal's changing every day with guys in and out, this and that. So uh, the stock of the transfer portal is hot right now for him, but if it lasts longer than a couple weeks, it could drop, and he could see himself somewhere that maybe not where he wanted to be, but somewhere where he can play, and that's all that matters. With the market being hot, it actually might work in his favor, though, because I think he had to make the decision knowing that if he waited and played the bowl game, the spots might dry up. That's right. The market is so hot and because the supply of quarterbacks in the portal seems to be high right now and seems like it's going to continue to grow in the coming days leading up to December the 5th. Well, ultimately, I think the level of play that he was able to show at times will be attractive to Power 5 schools. Uh, I look at some Big Ten situations that I think he he could be successful in. I think he could be successful in some ACC situations as well. So it's all about where he wants to play and what the – and you always talk about fit, left. That's going to be very important for him. He's definitely a fit, a style type of quarterback. He just can't go any close his eyes and pick any school. He's definitely going to have a, a selection of a few schools, hopefully, that, that give him the opportunity to surround him with enough talent as well so at least at least no, go ahead. so at least he's got some tape against a, a variety of opponents yeah I, yeah I i agree with that i fully agree with that so as we get ready to close we do want to talk about bowl preparation they had their first bowl practice on yesterday and then the coaches hit the road for recruiting purposes to retain the 2023 class on today they'll get back at it I believe on Sunday and continue preparation. What young players do you want to see in this bowl game? I want to see a flash of the young receivers, a Tobias Merriweather to get in there and get some action. I want to see some of the linebackers that we're so hype about, a, a Nolan Ziegler, a Prince Colley, a Jalen Sneed get in there. We've seen what the young guys at the secondary position do, does well, but it's a game about the young guys. I think if we're going to win this game, it's going to be the back on the backs of our, our young, talented freshmen and redshirt sophomores and, and, and hopefully the running game if it's healthy enough. So uh, I think the less we give Tyler Buckner, the better. Puts us in better position. I highlight some of the guys that we've been wanting to lean on all season. And maybe this is even a monster game for Jaden Thomas to break out and show why he's a receiver number one going into next year. And it's funny you say that, said that because on the – earlier show we talked about uncomfortable conversations that were going to be taking place we kind of hinted to that uh, one was with drew pine and i think guys like jack kaiser other guys that might be in that linebacker room 
either you're going to have to realize everything is open for competition or you might want to think about a position change to help this team or possibly moving on if it's in your best interest to do so. So this bold preparation is important. I have to have those tough conversations. I think, yeah, uh, yeah I think those guys did not – for those guys to not make it a tough conversation – the and can advance because you're not leaving on a bitter note. Mm-hmm. You know, Dupont's not leaving on a bitter note. He's leaving gracious at the fact that he was able to take advantage of an opportunity and that set him up for the next opportunity down the road. So I think the way that we're allowing guys to be in and out like this and, and have success, even though they may not be the future, I think it's important to show the rest of the recruits in college football that, hey, you can come here and have some success even though you may not be planned on making it the whole way man lefty lefty podcast you can go to spotify apple podcast right now all of the great content is available cfb nation in conjunction with irish breakdown it is the lucky lefty podcast you already know we spin it different as we move forth i will say this i expect Jaden mickey to get plenty of runs we know Benjamin Morrison is going to get plenty of run. The trio of young linebacks will get plenty of run. I think you're going to see some of the interior defensive linemen, guys like Jason Onye, guys like Gabriel Rubio, who came on in the second half, and guys like Tyson Ford get into the mix. Everyone is going to have the opportunity to show their wares. Last year at this time, this is where Jaden Thomas started to make his move up the roster and to the top of the wide receiver room like you heard his name all during bowl preparation he made his climb up the depth chart and it took him a little while to get into the mix but once the light went off you start to see the type of production that he could have and hopefully he continues to make that next step and you just mentioned tobias merriweather <laughs> merriweather left if Tobias Merriweather comes on and starts to have that same rate of growth, watch out. He could be the next superstar that we're looking for to be that screen popper for the Fighting Irish. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's what you want to count on in these bowl practices. You're going to get a better glimpse at putting guys in situations where they got to be taking more of the reps. And I I think it's just foreshadowing what we're going to see in the spring, which is going to be ultra competitive on a receiver room level, but as well as defensively. And this is just the beginning of what Mark Freeman is trying to build with these next two classes, which will be the most important next two classes in his tenure at Notre Dame, because it's about how you start. And once you start fast, I think he'll be able to set a precedent that he'll be able to finish strong as well. Absolutely. Thank you for the super chat, Jason Hewlett. He says, my problem with this staff is the best athletes watch the less athletic play the game. Don't lose number 10 because of 24 and 27. <laughs> Once again, another vote luck for OC. Jason, I'll push back on that. That's I think, right. I, I'll push back on that because I think Marcus Freeman has been about as honest and transparent as anyone. He wasn't about to give spots to guys just because they were more athletic. You're going to have to That's prove right. it to me in practice. He said that since day one. If you're not proving it in practice, you're not playing. I don't care how athletic you are. I don't care how fast you are. And he stuck to his guns. And when certain players 
start to show their wares in practice and be consistent, you saw them get more time. And I have no problem with that. I have absolutely no problem with that. Some people were up in, you know, in the uproar the other day left when we said Peyton Bowen might not start game one. Right. I don't care how great he is. The way Marcus Freeman has things, if he does not come in and be consistent in practice, he won't start. That's just the way it is. Marcus Freeman is not worried about how fast you are, how, how athletic you are. He's more worried about you playing to the level that they expect from their starters on the field. And even though the veterans weren't able to meet that consistently, at least they showed more in practice. That's what you have to believe. And when they started to show, look, we said it yesterday. Howard Cross was balling all year. Jacob Lacey was coming off a multi-sack game. But guess what? His reps were diminishing because younger players were getting it in in practice. That's right. And that's, that's why right. he made the choice and the business decision to bounce and end up yeah. in Oklahoma. So, look, I have to take Marcus Freeman at his word. That's the foundation that he's laid. And if you're not going to live up to it and be consistent in practice, man, you might not get on the field. And that's the reality, man. And I think that's the, the, the best way of, of getting to who fits the team the best. Because a lot of times when you're trying to fit talent into something where they're not uh, completely bought into the to the way things are ran as a system, because remember, this is a system type of school, uh, more of a cog in the machine. And if you if you're not rotating the right way or 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 spinning the right way, how the offense is supposed to move or the defense is supposed to move, the whole thing will look bad. So guys like J.D. Bertrand are perfect for a system in Marcus Freeman like this because that's the example. A guy that's going to know what he's doing, even though he may be limited in some physical capabilities, but the man going to be in the right place at the right time, and that's what makes the defense flow. And that also brings value to a guy like J.D. Bertrand, bringing young guys along, getting them on that same type of system. And showing them how it's done. Like, That's this right. This is the golden standard. This is what you have to do to get here. Right? Yep. He's forcing young players to earn it. He's forcing young players to earn it. And for the foundation of this program moving forward, I have absolutely no problem with the head coach setting that tone for everyone else that's coming into that program. I don't care how good you are. You're going to earn your time here. Man, Lucky Lefty Podcast. You can go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts right now. All of our great content is available. CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. It is the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know we spin it different. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. 
That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Oh yeah, you gotta earn your time. It's like earning your stripes in any other uh high quality type of program, especially one that's on its way to the top. It'd be different if we can plug and play guys because we're at that level like a Alabama. We can get a Gibbs. We can get a, a Jermaine Burton and just throw them in the offense as a one year and it can work. Unfortunately for us, we're still in the process of forming our identity as a team. And that requires guys to have experience and really dive into the essence of being a part of a program that's on the rise. We're still an on-the-rise program, not a plug-and-play, so it'll take a little bit before we see guys just transferring for one year and then splashing on the scene as true freshmen or grad transfers. What do you think this move says for Kung Fu Kenny and his chances (laughs) in this battle in the spring? Well, I think for Kung Fu Kenny, it's a good opportunity to establish yourself as a guy that needs to have that needs to be a threat for the office to where you, you got to put him in there. You know, I think it's, it's an open enough competition right now between Tyler Buckner and whoever they bring in, especially if they bring in a guy that they want to play for a year. It's going to make it sweeter for a guy like Kenny Mitchie, who has a great head on his shoulders that I would love to see in competition, especially grow in year two, be out there for the offense and in, in, in the capabilities that he has. I think he's going to fit well with what the system has, but it's all about learning and getting your body ready to take on a full college football season. Man, say that again. Lucky Lefty Podcast. We got one more super chat, bro. Tyler Evans, thank you for the super chat. Problem with today's kids, they want everything handed to, handed to them playing time instead of going out and earning it. Yeah, but I mean that had, that tone has to be set by the coach. Kids that are like that, though, I think they'll understand. For Marcus Freeman, it's not that type of place where we're just handing out minutes. You got to go and really earn it and compete against other guys that have been competing for years, trying to get those same minutes. So once again, Drew Pond, three years of eligibility, has entered his name into the transfer portal. We told you earlier, and we hinted to the fact that if he came back and got to a competition, not including the transfer, but just with him and Tyler Buckner, more than likely it was our belief that he would not have won a fair quarterback battle. Number one, because of the other things that Tyler can do on the field, but number two, his coaching staff really believes in the upside of Tyler Buckner. I think Tyler has a lot to prove, and he still has a lot in the tank. Unfortunately, you can't really do much about a guy that gets injured a lot but if he can stay healthy, I think we'll get to see more of what the coaching staff is excited about, especially when we're talking about a guy that's dynamic enough in the run and the pass game. I think Tommy got a little bit overzealous, giving him the ball the most carries and also telling him to throw. It's a lot to ask for a guy that's rolling out there for his first two starts. Man, that's going to be very tough. I expect both quarterbacks to play in the bowl game. Tyler to have a small package. But we should get the opportunity to see what Steve Angeli has. It should be pretty exciting. 
Can't wait to see who the Fighting Irish will match up against sometime on Sunday morning, Sunday midday. We'll see the bowl game matchup, and we'll find out who they'll be, who they will be facing. It should be exciting, left. It's gonna be, it's gonna be one to watch. You know, I, I, we got a couple of really good options, really good teams that I think we will have great matchups with. Uh, possible Oregon, possible Mississippi State, uh, possible South Carolina. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe even Tulsa. I don't know if that. I mean, or Tulane, if right. that's a, if that's a thing. So. Uh, all those teams are great challenges uh, for our Notre Dame team to finish the season right, but also great opportunities for our young guys to come on the scene and give the fans something to be excited about headed into spring and into the next year. One more. Thank you, Adam Ziliak. Sean, do you think the staff has an idea of who they are bringing in for a transfer? Absolutely. Absolutely. In this day and age, the identify, identifying the guy that you might want to come in of course, you know, guys might jump in in the next couple of days that you didn't anticipate. I'm sure a lot of teams didn't anticipate Drew Pond putting his name in this early. That are looking around for a yeah. starting quarterback. But, yeah, I think the process, We once again, we said it for a reason. This staff has been evaluating this team and the roster construction all season long. And certain decisions had been made about what they were going to do as far as the construction is of this roster as they evaluated and moved forward and knew what they needed to do and the steps they needed to take. So it's a possibility that before they got Kenny Minchie in the class of 2023, that they might have been after two quarterbacks in the transfer portal. But now with Minchie in the class, it seems like they'll be going to get one. But I definitely believe that they identified some guys that they anticipated would be leaving. And back-channel conversations, this is a new age. Back-channel conversations are happening all the time as far as the transfer portal. We talked about it today. I fully expect Alabama to be reaching out to Drake May. Fully expect it. Fully expect, absolutely. And, um, I think too. Just be a eye. Just keep an eye out. Maybe we make a, a splash in the transfer portal this year. I know uh, a lot of a lot of guys are looking their chops at getting the opportunity to possibly be recruited by Notre Dame. Who's we're kind of wide open in terms of uh, positions that we need to fill, and there's a lot of guys in the portal that can do that. Absolutely. Once again, Lucky Lefty Podcast. We will have two of the quarterbacks that we think would fit Notre Dame moving forward, Luck will go through their film and evaluate how they played this season on Monday's show right here on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We hope everyone has a great Friday night. Thank you for giving us some of your time. Go enjoy the Pac-12 championship game. Looks like it's going to be a doozy with both teams going back and forth. We bid you adieu. For Lefty, I'm Sean Davis. We're brought to you by Nora Whiskey. Don't forget, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CFB Nation, in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. Go get all of our great content. Have a great Friday night. Thanks for joining us. And most of all, make sure that you continue. Thank you, Matt, for that late super chat. Make sure that you continue to spin it different. We'll see you guys on Monday. We'll be right back.